This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Okay, well, let's begin with word out of Lethbridge today. In the case of Derek Soretsky, the jury took, of course, just a few hours to convict him of three counts of first-degree murder. This case uh, in the Crow's Nest Pass, uh, in which two-year-old Haley Dunbar Blanchett, her father Terry Blanchett, 69-year-old Hannah Mechatech, were all murdered. This was uh, almost two years ago, September of 2015. So guilty on three counts of first-degree murder. And, of course, judges now have the option to have consecutive parole eligibility for multiple killers. In this case, three people died. There's the possibility of having 25 years of parole eligibility for each murder. That's exactly what the judge came down with today. Joining us for the latest, uh, Nancy Hicks, crime reporter for Global News. Been covering this trial. Nancy, thanks for your time here. Thanks for having me. Okay, so the the decision on on the three consecutive life terms. Now, was that a recommendation from the jury originally? It was. It was a unanimous recommendation to have consecutive parole ineligibilities. You know, there, there's only one life sentence. He only has one life, so it's the consecutive parole ineligibilities that was being debated. But it was a unanimous recommendation, and the judge noted that. He said that he very much respected their recommendation, and uh, that's what he ultimately decided today. So Derek Zaretsky will be 97 years old when he is eligible to apply for any kind of release. All right. So uh, obviously this case involves three murders. So it's uh, a conviction on three counts of murder, 25 years parole eligibility on each count of murder. Uh, And the judge was very clear, right? He talked about how each of these murders needs to be viewed as really a separate event. Yeah. And he noted the planning and deliberation. He also noted that, you know, Hannah Mechatech, she was the first one who was killed, 69-year-old Hannah Mechatech. She was killed five days before the other two. And he noted that Soretsky would have had time to think about it and come to his senses basically before he would carry out the other murders. But he, you know, he said he didn't do that. Um, Justice William Tilleman in his uh, sentencing said that he is satisfied that Soretsky is dangerous and just and, and said it was very important that each of the victims would get a sentencing a decision for each one for there to be justice for each of them. Now, regarding sentencing, though, because there was the additional count, I believe, of uh, committing an indignity uh, to a body, and, and that involved uh, Haley's murder. What, what was added on for that? So I'll put a, a warning that this is this is graphic, a little bit of graphic content here, because these disturb, these are very disturbing details. But little Haley Dunbar Blanchett, not only was she killed, but, you know, she was dismembered and cannibalized. So Justice Tilleman sentenced Soretsky to an additional five years in prison, but this was to be served concurrently uh, for causing an indignity to Haley's body. And the judge called this a selfish and disturbing act. Um, and, and actually, both the Crown and Defense submitted that this should be served concurrently. But the judge noted that had they made other arguments that this should be consecutive, he probably would have considered it because he felt that that was just, you know, horrific. And, and, and I mean, that's that's what is haunting us all is these graphic uh, things that happened to poor Haley. Yeah. Uh, so as you mentioned, I mean, there was a recommendation from, from the jury uh, on the consecutive eligibility, the prosecutor as well. What was the defense pushing for and, and what's been their reaction? 
Well, the fence had asked for life in prison with no chance of parole for 25 years. He basically said that, you know, unless you have uh, a lower parole ineligibility, there would be no hope at all for him in his lifetime. That he said that he felt that somebody as young as him, he's 24 right now, he was 22 when he was first put in custody, that he needs kind of a glimmer of hope to look forward to um, because he's so young. But uh, the judge disagreed and, uh, in fact, said, you know, that he feels satisfied that Soretsky will never be free. And he ended by saying the chapter is now closed. Soretsky will never be free. So uh, Soretsky didn't show any emotion as he was sentenced today. Uh, his lawyer said that, you know, it wasn't unexpected, especially given some of the other sentencing we've seen. You know, Garland uh, in recent months was sentenced to uh, consecutive parole ineligibilities as well for three counts of first degree murder. So um, he said he's not surprised. He didn't say one way or the other if there will be an appeal. And he basically said Soretsky didn't really react to him either when he he spoke with him. He just said he's going to take a few days to process it. So, and as for the family members of the victims, um, obviously it's it's um, an emotional day for them. Uh, nothing's going to bring back their loved ones, but I suppose in terms of an outcome, this is pretty much the the best they could have hoped for. Yeah, they declined to uh, speak on camera today. Um, but they did say that this was the best outcome that they could have hoped for, given the circumstances. Um, you know, there, there were rows filled with, you know, we had uh, members of the Blanchett family. Um, you know, his, his grandfather, his sister was here, Terry Blanchett's grandfather and sister. Um, as well, there was a whole row, row of family for Zaretsky. His parents were here. His one brother was here. Um and that was one of the things the, the justice noted, that in several of the victim impact statements, the family members of the victims said that they do have you know, sympathy for Soretsky's family. And Justice Tilleman said that uh, that really shows compassion by them. Um, he also just kind of talked about the, the fact that the huge widespread impact these crimes have had and went through each of the victim impact statements and spoke about how Haley's mother, Cheyenne Dunbar, has been consumed by sadness and heartbreak. And so the entire area of the Crow's Nest Pass was was chilled. They were put on edge by this case. And uh, yeah, it, it was it was very emotional. The justice read through his decision very, very quickly. Um, I mean, this was very graphic. This was very difficult for anyone covering yeah. the case, whether it was the justice, it was the, uh, the Crown prosecutor or defense or anyone in the courtroom. This was very difficult. So you could tell he, he did kind of want to get this finished. Well, barring an appeal, then, as you say, this, this really is the end of the road, isn't it? Yeah, I, I mean, the judge said it well when he said the chapter is now closed. Um, and I guess you know, we'll have to wait and see if uh, there is an appeal. I mean, realistically, defense didn't present much of an argument uh, in this case at all. And it took the jury just hours, three hours to convict mm -hmm. uh, in this case of three counts of first degree murder. So, I mean, uh, I'm not sure if there would be an appeal or if this truly could be the end and, uh, you know, a chapter closed for everyone. Well, let's hope it is. Nancy Hicks, thanks for the update here. Appreciate this. Thank you.
That is uh, Nancy Hicks, Global News crime reporter. Full coverage, of course, at globalnews.ca, also newstalk770.com. Uh, again, and I think there were those worried during the trial that maybe uh, this was going to head to some kind of a finding of not criminally responsible. Uh, that didn't happen, obviously. The uh, jury convicted him. The defense didn't even really make that argument. They didn't present much of a case at all. That's why it took the jury only a few hours to come back with uh, guilty verdicts, recommendation on sentencing, and that's what the judge delivered today. 403-974-TALK is our number, 974-8255. Back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.